Welcome, folks, to The Woke Files. I'm your host, Kelsey. And this is Tejar. And today's episode is about organics and agriculture with a honorable mention of GMOs. All right, so pretty much just jumping right into mm-hmm. it. Legally, organic food has to meet a very specific variety of regulations having to do with how it's produced, right? So including no synthetic fertilizers, antibiotics, hormones, food irra- irradiation, genetic engineering, and sewage sludge. Now, I also went a little bit further into trying to find the evidence because I always was under the impression that organic food are more nutritionally rich, Mm -hmm. has more antioxidants to it, and you're just getting more benefits overall for the environment. But I, so far, I couldn't find any valuable or sufficient evidence that organic foods were healthier, as many people are claiming, and the evidence that was coming back was showing that it was actually funded by the people who put the stamps on saying this is organic or non-gmo biased you know well i mean there's a certain um advantage to buying organic especially if it's like from a um like a local market or like a farmer's market if it's organic Mm -hmm. is because a lot of farmers will spray you know pesticides and stuff like that and uh that'll go into the soil and sometimes the plant will absorb that and so trace amounts, usually you know, negligible enough that it doesn't hurt you even if you buy not organic, but it kind of helps to eliminate that. But yeah, there's not really any, it's not like they're nutritionally better for you because of the fact that they're organic. It just means that they haven't been using as much like um, man-made chemicals on them. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of hesitation with the word chemicals in society right now where they're like oh well it has chemicals so i don't want it even though everything is made out of (laughs) yeah literally everything's made out of because i remember talking with a chemist about organic and non-organic foods and when they break it down on a biochemical level you just realize how insignificant it really is yeah it really is because it's basically just the same stuff recycled you know mm-hmm. or, or like um, people that are like i don't understand the word in the new like ingredients list i won't buy it it's like do you know like you know uh sodium chloride that's table salt sounds scary when you say it like sodium chloride mm-hmm. but no it's like you know people are uh like fructose glucose you know people don't know the the differences and stuff like that so they'll see like these long like <laughs> Unfortunately, a kind of high fructose corn syrup has scared people of the term like high fructose, but it uh, that literally just means that it's a higher amount of naturally occurring sugar in corn. Fructose is the naturally occurring sugar in fruits. Mm-hmm. That's why fructose. Which is interesting. And then also I saw with organic foods, it's encouraged or it's required that they have to go through crop rotations so they don't yes. have to use less pesticides because the pests can't get comfortable. Well, or, crop rotation mainly has to do with the nutrition in, in the soil in terms of its uh, ability to... You basically, you'll you see, like, um, a good example is, like, um, food that's been grown on land that hasn't, say, undergone crop rotation. Mm-hmm. Um, because each kind of plant uses different kinds of nutrients to grow. So, like, they'll take... You know, like, pea plants need a lot of um, iron okay. in the soil and... Uh, squash plants need a lot of um, calcium. You know, like, okay. it, it depends on what, so what they, the plants take from the soil needs to change. Otherwise, the soil becomes depleted of nutrients, and then you get smaller food, the, it's less flavorful, it's not as good for you. I it's, see. Yeah, so, like, 
uh, for me and in China I went and the food looked beautiful like you'd see these fruit stands and it's like oh man like I want to eat all of this and then you'd taste it and had no flavor because they don't do crop rotation they're just totally sucking all the nutrients out of the soil now can you eat artificially put nutrients back into the soils with and the fertilizers and that's sort of where like the, the organic and non-organic comes into exactly play. and you can use organic fertilizers but you have to be really careful that's like a composting you know but like um you have to be careful because of the coli and stuff like that. that's why you keep seeing these like don't eat romaine lettuce scares because mm-hmm. like you know they fertilize they botched it with the fertilizer and e coli got onto the plants because all the different you know like cows have a different strain of e coli that naturally occur in their bowels than we do that's why you like if you go to another country you don't drink the tap water because it's a slightly different strain of e coli than what you're used to so it's you just kind of have to be aware of that that's also why most people don't farm with human waste because <laughs> Because it's just, just going to get you messy. real sick. Yeah, so touching a little bit on GMO, because this is the basic that I know. I hear Neil deGrasse Tyson's pretty much saying, it's absolutely fine, there's no real problem with it. Yeah. And then also I hear that in certain areas where they have difficulty growing crops, they genetically modify the crops so that they can thrive in those environments and they can feed the population that don't have resources to food. Mm-hmm. And then also I hear that there's... They're genetically modifying some tomatoes, so they go to, like, Antarctica or some kind of sea bass that they take his genetics and they put it in the tomato so the tomato doesn't freeze in the cold climate so then they can cultivate larger amounts and sell more produce. And now that doesn't seem too healthy to me, but at the same time there isn't really evidence that's well, showing I mean, not. It's, and, to me, it's the, the genetics. is basically like, I don't, you know, like, putting, you know, an animal that can withstand freezing temperatures and using their genes into a tomato i mean mm-hmm. if you ate the fish and ate the tomato that wouldn't hurt you why would it uh, why would That's the fish point. genes in the tomato change anything it's just genetics and you're, i think you're, it's just the general hesitation you don't absorb of their dna mm-hmm. <laughs> you know because i think a lot of the argument is like oh the long-term effects but we've been genetically modifying like bananas and watermelons well, I mean, all, and oranges all and produce <laughs> is basically a gmo it just stands for genetically modified organism and that can be really broadly applied i mean you can even argue that dogs are gmos and I we're mean, human, genetically modified <laughs> yeah we've basically genetically modified uh, modified ourselves i mean like mm-hmm. it's sort of like it's a very loose term that exactly. people aren't really understanding i think they're taking the term more of like they're going into a lab and modifying the DNA. Right, that's usually what it's referring to. And I think I think the hesitation this is just like my assumption. It's a, yeah, well when I hear someone that's like, I don't trust GMOs and just I just hear, I don't understand science. I just, or <laughs> or more like I just don't understand GMO. I don't know what that is. I don't even know it what it means. It scares me. And it's like it's fine. Like we literally like a, a good example I think definitely it's one of those things that um, people are wary of because it could t- in a lot of people's minds be a slippery slope mm. like um a like good example CRISPR? like as i well as <laughs> like <laughs> editing human you can just like order crispr offline a crispr for those that don't know is a very basic genetic genetic modification kit that you can just buy online and you can like splice stuff it's crazy how that is just i thought i was also where mary um, shelley the author can- of frankenstein would like run with that so, like, I'd be great if she could. we could, like, clone her and, like, bring her back so she could write another novel about, like, fucking CRISPR. <laughs> I 
be cool. Or like the human engineering of it. Yeah, or modifying the, appli- the, yeah the potential application and to humans. And I think humans. that's where like people are maybe but getting then the then interpretation you're, like, of it. Then you're into you Sci-fi. <laughs> yeah, or like um, that really good movie Gattaca. Or like, Never seen. Oh, it's re- you'd love it because it's about a sort of a dystopian future in the sense that like society is crumbling, not so much the infrastructure. Okay, what's but it called? Gattaca. It's literally because genes are G A T A S and C, so it spells out. Yeah, Gattaca. Okay, and um, it's basically about a world where. Genetic, genetically modifying people has become so common it's basically required and the very f- it's sort of in that transitional phase where there's still some people that aren't genetically modified and their struggle with dealing with a society that judges you based on your genes and not so much like your qualifications and so it follows a which main, is interesting I can yeah, see it follows a main character with a heart murmur which is in, in their future, super uncommon because it's basically been genetically deleted out of the population. And so he's like, they call people that aren't modified degenerates, which degenerates. very punny. I love it. Lovely. <laughs> it's got like Jude Law in it. It's fantastic. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really fun, interesting kind of take on the, the leap you could, especially applied to people with genetic, mm. mo- genetic modification. And I feel like maybe that's the fear that we're having with the GMOs. That they're like somehow connecting it with like people, and that's why we're not doing it with people because right. we don't really know the health benefits. But then we're still eating their foods that are still genetically modified. Well, I mean, so it's like making connections that stuff that's bad really... for them all the time. That's like, true. People drink and smoke cigarettes, knowing full well it's terrible mm-hmm. for you. And then they go buy their organic foods. Right. Really good I, had a, <laughs> I had a, a friend at school that no would, judgment. That would <laughs> yes, like, <we> judge. <laughs> like look like a little bit of judgment, but like this guy was like bragging about getting super drunk like all the time he was like yeah like get like go out and like get blackout drunk like every day and i'm like okay and then, but it's so bad for your skin too it breaks away like, the collagen and then like lunchtime i went and i bought you know a big thing of diet green tea and he was like oh you know artificial sweeteners are really bad for you and i was like you can't yeah talk. there's a lot of hypocrisy <laughs> when it comes to like the organic non-gmos and then you look at the other lifestyles that they consume in and it doesn't really correlate with their philosophy of GMO organics. Yeah. And like, it definitely, it's one of those things to be aware of because I mean, you know, some, some places also good for the environment. GMOs. Well, yeah. Our um, organic foods. Organic food is, yeah. Cause that's a big part of what they think is causing colony collapse with honeybees and other native pollinators is pesticides and specifically fungicides because it lowers their um they bees vaccinate actually the queen bee will be exposed to bacteria and things and she Mm. creates antibodies and then when she lays eggs all the bees have those antibodies so they and then she'll actually can be exposed to like new bacteria and she'll make new ones and then like kind of update everybody it's a it's amazing bees hmm. are like the perfect system <laughs> interesting but it, it lowers their immunability like so that they're more susceptible to um it's sort of like a flea for bees it's like this little mite a bee flea okay <laughs> and that's been causing them to abandon hives that's why you see the whole like they just kind of scatter and then they just die off yeah because they're sort of like a single neuron in the brain that work collectively to be one big consciousness. So when they're not working together, there's an individual bee isn't an intelligent animal, but a hive of bees is to a certain extent. Interesting. So I know definitely pesticides are bad. 
Yes. And that's... Certain pesticides. Like, a really good example is um, DDT Mm -hmm. back in the early 90s. That was causing huge environmental impact. That was a really big... I think that was made illegal when people made the connection between DDT and um, eagle eggs. There was, like, this really big drop in... um, eagle populations. Oh, gosh. Because it was making their shells thin. So these big, you know, an eagle was like... Sitting on their egg. Yeah, like they're really They just crush their babies. (laughs) And they would, yeah, they would just accidentally crush their own eggs. And so then it it was also um, making, like, little kids, like, started having, like, really brittle bones and stuff like that. Because they would just spray this stuff everywhere. So, like, pesticides... That's what it was with our organics because they they still use pesticides. They just don't use as harsh ones and mm-hmm. as not as the same quantity. Yeah, and I was also saying that when it came to the pesticides, yes, organic foods do have less residue, but it's always recommended to always wash your produce before yeah, you eat it. Yeah, literally always because it even if it's organic it has dirt, you know, like mm-hmm. the fr- <laughs> <laughs> the soils that are like all over the vegetables and the fruits. Yeah, no, fair enough. So it's always like, just practice genuine yeah, hygiene. Common sense, yeah. <laughs> okay, so basically, organic foods, non-organic, it really does depend on the soil, the fertilizer, mm-hmm. the nutrients that the plant is getting, and yes. the season. Mm-hmm. Seasonal is very important. Yes, because well, that has to do with um, transportation. A lot of time when you buy fruits that's out of season is because they're you know they're in season somewhere else, usually you know like South America, and then they just bring them, they ship them up. So like it, the shipping is what causes a lot of environmental impact, mm-hmm. as well as deforestation for which creates a monoculture, which is what is a very sciencey term for a farm, <laughs> basically like a, f- a field of one kind of plant is a monoculture. Mm-hmm. So another like conspiracy theory that I have attached to non-GMO food or GMO foods, Mm -hmm. they're saying that the GMO foods will give you cancer in a long roll. Like if you don't eat organic, if you don't eat non-GMO, you're going to get cancer. It's going to give you like intestinal cancer or stomach cancer and you'll end up like obviously dying. So a lot of it's definitely fear of the unknown, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, well, and also... Or the misunderstood everything technically can give you cancer this is true i feel like everything now is cancer yeah you go out in the sun too much you get cancer it's just like everything in moderation really Mm -hmm. is just (laughs) and cancer is your own cells mutating Mm -hmm. when they undergo uh, mitosis so it's like yeah when you're copying genes every you know when you're that much information every now and again i mean the fact that it happens is perfectly as it does as often as it does is sort of a, a miracle of the natural world. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen to every single person. Yeah, but I mean, they they think on average, like, every day or so, your immune system kills one, like, potentially cancerous cell. It's just when your body doesn't catch it fast enough. Because mm-hmm. then, then that mutated cell becomes, you know, multiplies. And that bad copy just, it just doubles down and it copies and mm-hmm. it gets worse and worse and worse. Like, that that mistake just gets replicated over and over and over again. So, basically, because I find that my organic foods... Because I like to buy organic. I'm not going to... Yeah, oh, yeah, like, same. Like, I, I like them. I feel like They're it also- tastes better. 
And then I think that's pretty much just coming from the soil and yeah. the nutrients that we're getting from it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it just depends on the season. It depends on the soil. Some things are going to just taste more rich than others because of the way it's grown, the way it's yeah. produced. Mm-hmm. That's why buying local organic food with your local farmers, you're helping the environment. Yeah, you're helping local farmers. it's not going as far. It's also better for you because then the less, like, um, when it's shipped from a distance also, mm-hmm. the longer it, it's off the tree or bush or mm-hmm. vine, it, it loses nutrients. Hmm. No, so a lot of the times they have to pick it with just before it's ripe, too, in order to get make sure it gets there before it like you know starts molding, and that so would it doesn't get like, as much when you nutrients pull into it. Perfectly ripe right? off of the plant, and you eat it. It's like oh the yeah, best like, thing. like our orange tree. Like then once you've had like fresh off the tree anything, and like you it can't pales in Yeah, I was in like Costa Rica, and they would cut off the papayas, the pineapples, the oh yeah, mangoes. Dude, it's like fresh pineapple game changer mm-hmm. mango fresh mango mm, oh man like uh, hawaii yeah, but you i guess just, technically like, go they out and you just find organic. like football sized mangoes i would just like still a luna those i'll just dig right in. i would peel off the top and just eat it like but, oh. but technically if we think about it the licensing <laughs> or the legal marketing tool for organic those that produce that we were eating wasn't technically organic yeah, for it a long time it wasn't very closely regulated, and pretty much anybody that just wasn't using certain pesticides, even though they were still using pesticides, just not common ones, mm-hmm. could claim that their stuff was organic. So now it's like, <laughs> even still, it's still so tricky to be like, oh, well, what exactly is organic? It's just the way it's produced and grown. Yeah. And then basically wash your food... And follow the seasons of your produce and yeah. where you're getting your food from. I'm, I'm, I also Which I can respect. I can, yeah, well, I can respect being skeptical of, of things like GMOs. Because, like, it, in some... In, there is a, one instance I can think of where they genetically modified something that... Um, and has it has had negative health effects is um, high fructose corn syrup, like mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier. That is a GMO, but the thing that makes it bad for you is just the quantity that they. I was. They put that in everything. Yeah, I saw a random clip. It was very interesting. Off of the doctors, I don't know how. I'm pretty sure they're they have some level of validity, seeing how they are certified doctors. But they were talking about also how. So does Doctor Oz? I mean, yeah, I don't know. yeah. But anyway, <laughs> but. They were saying that high fructose corn syrup actually does something to the stomach where it makes your body think that it's not full, and so you'll eat more. I thought that was really interesting. I don't know about I'll that. I'll do more research, but I, I was like, huh, that would make sense. Because if anything, the, the amount of sugar would make you feel fuller faster. That's what you'd think, right? But I don't know. That's also like 600 times sweeter than normal like cane sugar. Oof, I can't do that. I have more of, like, the Asian palate where I like my light, mild sweetness. (laughs) The savory sweetness. Those ones are good. I I like like some sweet stuff with, like, you know, real sugar, like the cane sugar, but not... Yeah, like, high fructose corn syrup is just, like... It's, to me, it feels like a filler. Yeah, it's just total filler. And it's cheaper because we produce so much corn. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous the amount of corn that America produces. Yeah. So basically, I guess overall, organic, non-GMO. GMOs are fine. <laughs> it's all genetics. And organics are fine and good. I support them. I think it's good for you. It's fine. But also be aware when you're going into like the grocery store. And it's like, yeah, it's organic. 
you're probably getting a better quality when you go to the farmer's market than just going into the grocery store to get your food. But always clean your food and just use basic hygiene and common sense. Yeah. (laughs) Seasonal. Mm -hmm. So I think that we pretty much, you know, GMOs are fine and just being aware of the various practices of your local organic farmers and just being aware of, of pesticides and nutrients and things like that. Mm-hmm. And what you're putting into your body, exactly. having a balanced diet. So I can, sure I can appreciate, I'll, I'll, I'll toot the skepticism, but boot the whole idea of it being, like bad. GMOs being bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm definitely supportive of organic foods. Yeah. I will still buy like non-GMO foods, but at the same time, like, Watermelons, bananas, pretty much everything's already genetically modified, so it's kind of just like. Mm. I'll I'll buy like a, a non-GMO thing if it like if you know I think it tastes good. Exactly. I don't if it's like care. a good quality, I'll be purchasing. I it. saw an ad for a brand of vodka that was like now non-GMO, and it's like oh, because that somehow makes it better for you. Some people will buy into that marketing, right? Because branding it's a total fad. It's like gluten-free stuff, like. No. I mean, some people <laughs> seriously have celiac, but most One percent of the global population. Did you know? Four <laughs> percent of the global population is has is a sociopath. I was reading the psych- <laughs> psychological uh, <laughs> article from. I have to look it up again, but basically it was four percent, and that's a huge percentage to be a sociopath. Yeah. That's more than celiac. But anyway, that's a completely different subject. Yeah, I have celiacs and I'm a sociopath. <laughs> oh, you're I'm a little weather. I'm gluten and emotion free. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Uh, but, yes. but join us next week because it's our finale right. and we're going to be talking about aliens. Aliens. Yes. Yeah, like the Government the reptilians. <laughs> alien abductions. Area 51. It's mm-hmm. going to be a fun one. Yes. I'm excited. Me too. Mm. So, on the case of GMOs, closed. <laughs>